brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again, and welcome to this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. And we are, 3. We are a normally a one-hour show, but today we're going to be doing 61-minute shows in a row, so hold on to your rear end. We are still banned in 11 states, 27 counties, and by the Nevada Gaming Commission from entering any of their casinos. Apparently, they thought Justin was counting cards because he went in there with no shoes on. I plead no <laughs> contest. This is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man uh, Maury. Good morning, Bob. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited about this assembly of fine whiskeys you've established. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> good old boy, Justin. Morning, Bob. Thanks for decorating for the Derby. Looks great down here. The basement. <laughs> okay, there's the first one-minute show. Let's move on to the second one to be entertaining. <laughs> and good old boy, Harmeet. <laughs> Thank you for having me, Bob. I was told this would be a whiskey show. I was expecting scotch, but I see a bunch of bourbon in front of me. I won't complain. I will then drink your bourbon. Fine, get out. And, and roll tide, my friend. Get roll out. Roll tide. Just get out. No. Oh That's easy enough. Banned in Alabama, I know. You should be banned everywhere. All right, well. I once joined a band, but I could not carry a tune. You couldn't carry <laughs> a tune in a bucket. <laughs> Omori and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. This sounds like a racket. The group you uses... Guys drink? And raise money. Yeah. The group Total uses. What's wrong well, if you'll shut up, That's I can finish. In life. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check them out on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. There's no such thing as a mafia. And there's no, you can't talk about the mafia. There is no such thing as a mafia. So it's this little thing of ours. Our show well, is Sorry, also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the enigmatic machines that. Aren't yet hooked up. Um, oh, jeez. That will eventually. We've moved. We've moved. Will New eventually space. serve great, well, okay wines, uh, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them oh, sleeping, at, sleeping in the back of the store. Spirits.net slash fine spirits or uh, what What did I say? www.finespirits.net or facebook.com slash fine spirits or instagram.com slash fine spirits. Or pretty much any website that has naked animals on it. Okay, uh, our show is sponsored in part also. How many animals on them besides Disney? Yeah, you. Okay. Our show is also sponsored in part by the Florida Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, visit them at ftlws.com. Or just come down to Fort Lauderdale and drink with us. Pretty much any time. Yeah. Our SIP segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, and coffee. And today's show is an odds and ends show. And we're going to be tasting a whole bunch of different whiskeys from a whole bunch of different distilleries. So here's a list of what we've got today. We have the Bullet Rye 12-year-old version. We have Cream of Kentucky Bourbon. 
And from Bardstown Bourbon Company, we have the Fusion Series Number 1 and the Bardstown Bourbon Company Discovery Series Number 1. And we have Blade & Bow Bourbon. So we're going to have Justin in his inimitable style. Your best Kentuckian voice. Or yeah, they're all the same accent at this point. <laughs> drunken, drunken Leprechaun, I believe. We can always that's, go back to the Rip Taylor. the Drunken Leprechaun. We can always go back to the Rip Taylor, guys. I'm just saying. Oh, let's do Rip Taylor. <laughs> Paul Lind. Which is Rip, Rip. Paul Lind and Rip Taylor are pretty much the same. One's just a little bit more snarky. Yeah. Mm. Can you do snarky? I can do a snarky Kentuckian. All right. All right take One it away. One sip. Come on, do it. One sip. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. That's sad. Oh, gosh. That is sad. Oh, yeah. My brain hurts right now. Two sips. Nice. <laughs> well, what else do you have? Unless you're a little right bit of a pause, yeah. Down. yeah, it's a little He's bit of a pause. Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh my goodness. He went really soft on that one. Yeah. It kind of was disturbing. No, it was very disturbing. <laughs> you know, the last time somebody heard something in that tone, it was, you know, they, they were tied up in the back of a van. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Five sips is that good. And though. I like the. Five uh, sips is tying me up in the back of a van. Good. <laughs> that's, uh, that's right. I like the. Uh, and five. Sips. I like the dramatic. <laughs> There's that big pause there. Like, yep. Southerners you don't rush dramatic. to get a sentence his thoughts and try to come up with the next word. Um, <laughs> it's like when your computer is buffering. You yeah, know, the, buffering. The hamster fell asleep and is mm -hmm. trying to catch up. Ah, yeah. See, you're from near the city, Maury. Yes, sir. Things are slower in the south. Big pause. <laughs> big pause. All right. Well, Justin, tell us what you got. Well, we have the bullet twelve-year rye. 92 proof. How 40, many, what percent ABV is that just? That would be 46%. Your calculator's working today. Nah. <laughs> it wasn't 33 and a third. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, it's non-chill filtered. So they leave all the good stuff in there. All the fatty asses. Yippee-yi-yukai-a. That's, uh, that's Harm's his wife's pet name for him, fatty acid. I told yeah. you I'm on a statin now, man. I didn't get any staying of the away from I'm staying away from the burgers. Good black char on my teeth, but but it was very good. Hey, hey, hey. What you what you and Mr. Char do in the privacy of your own home <laughs> is up to you. I I throw no aspersions, but let's just talk about the whiskey, shall we? Bullet 12 year old straight American whiskey is the fifth addition to the Bullet Frontier whiskey family, as well as the first extension of Bullet Rye. This whiskey is sourced from those five expressions can i name them bullet rye bullet bourbon bullet barrel proof and i'm missing one 10 i think there's bullet 10 oh bullet 10 right and then this one bullet 12 right i've bullet never rye. had the tw 10 have you had the, the 10 is bourbon yeah the 10 is bourbon yeah it's quite good yep. okay. i haven't had that yet the barrel, you need to now that I've it's more muted in the state of florida once the regular a while, bullet hmm? 
Is it not in Florida? I don't believe so. Yeah. So this whiskey is sourced from MGP, my favorite distillery in Indiana, and it is made by using their standard 95% rye and 5% Marley mash bill. Marley? Malted Marley. Marley. Malted Marley. Malted Marley. Malted Marley. Just call it Marley for short. Marley's fine. Everything going to be all right, man. Yeah, man. (laughs) The colors amber. Justin's been drinking, Beautiful sunrise. Little bit. We've no, more, more than a little bit. This is a, this is a good tasting. I mean, I'm, I'm still disappointed there's no scotch here, Bob, but whatever. Sorry, Justin. Go there's ahead. the door, Hermie. Yeah, I'll have, I know. I'll have plenty on my trip to Scotland, so I'm not I'm worried about you. you Harm's going to launch his own scotch podcast calls. Yeah. Who Take cares what Harm thinks about scotch? Yeah. yeah. Everyone cares what Harm thinks. <laughs> Called Mr. Bitter <laughs> Drink Scotch. I was actually approached to start another podcast. Oh, geez. Just about scotch. None of your bourbon stuff, man. Hmm. What are you waiting for? I yeah, don't have the time go. for this. You, you guys got me drunk already. <laughs> go so I got a good rye hit on the nose. Um, you know, nice powerful rye. That's beautiful. Got a little bit of cocoa powder. Uh, the more air hit it, the better it behaved. On the palate, it followed through on that rye promise on the nose. Nice, smooth, strong rye. A little bit of allspice and a touch of star anise. Not a good one. I didn't catch that. Did you get star anise, anybody? Mm-hmm. I did not. Bob, yep. I did not, but I thought it was a delicious rye. I thought it was a wonderful um, uh, expression. I agree. It's got baking spice, dried fruit, uh, vanilla on the nose. It's definitely got a that little hint of cocoa. I thought it was uh, Both of you guys got cocoa? I just thought... I just thought he was nuts. Yeah? Okay. Well, I thought he was, I was in agreement with him. I thought it was nice. Palette, again, baking spice, cinnamon, citrus, cocoa, a little burnt caramel, toffee, um, uh, oak. I just thought it was lovely and uh, uh, very well done. The finish was nice, medium to long. Excellent job. Nah, I got apple. Nobody got apple? No nope. rye spice on the finish. Sorry, no, Dry, no on the nose. Dried You're apple sucking on your phone, orange. you idiot. Yeah. Huh? You're sucking on your phone. What? Dried apple and dried oranges. The rye spice is there. Cinnamon, the flowers. Uh, I don't get the chocolate you guys are talking about. There's some nuts. I put a drop of water in there. It brought out more of the citrus. Mm. And the baking spices. You're dead on. I just don't get that chocolate you're talking about, but the caramel, the toffee, the oak. I don't get the what? chocolate on the nose. I huh? get the chocolate on the palate. Chocolate on the palate? Let me try Yeah. It. I get the dried fruit. I get the oak. I get a little bit of mint on the nose. Yes, you're right. Mint. Definitely. I get a little bit of walnut. And then I, on the palate, it's the baking spice. It's the cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's the, uh, this is just very well done. This is very complex. Burnt caramel and toffee and it. just, you know. And for some reason, they're yep. selling this for 40 or 50 bucks. Yeah. It's so a bargain. Go out and buy it because it's a bargain. Six months or a year from now, they're going to raise it the price. 20 bucks. Easy. But I still do get that hand of dill. You do not get dill. Absolutely do. Would you stop eating pickles before the Absolutely show? Absolutely get that MG pill. Uh, MG pickle. <laughs> That's what <laughs> stands for, yeah. You thought it was Midwest Grain Products. No. No, no. No, 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 no sir. Not. But Midwest Grain Pickles. Still pickles? Pickled grain. No. So do we have a, a score for this, Bobby Joe? Yeah, but I'm not telling you. 
Oh, come on, man. We're up tell against a listeners. hard break. Don't tell them. Tell our <laughs> listeners. We're giving this one four sips. That's classified. Hey, and we're back, and this is a uh, sips episode, an odds and ends episode. So we've got a lot of different whiskeys that we're tasting. We just finished tasting the 12-year-old Bullet Rye. Uh, great whiskey. Great deal. Why can't I mean, they spell Bullet right? It's they're spelling light. it right. You ever been to People actually come in the store and say, ask for Bullite. It's the name of the county. That's the name of the county. That's where it is. You're the one spelling it wrong. It's been around longer than you have, so there. Wow, I'm only, I'm younger than all you guys in this room. Actually, Justin, are you younger? <laughs> baby. Yes. You're a baby. He's a baby. Boy, hey. that's a scary looking baby. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's a scary looking <laughs> <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> uh, Rosemary's baby, perhaps. All right, so we're going to our next one, and we're going to have Maury tell us about this one. Thank you, Bob. This is the Cream of Kentucky 102 Proof, or for those of you who need a math lesson, 51% ABV, 11-and-a-half-year-old. Uh, it is only 9,000 bottles were produced. The Cream of Kentucky brand traces its roots back to the 1880s when it was owned by I. Traeger & Company of Cincinnati. The brand was acquired during Prohibition by Shenley Distillers, who reintroduced the brand in 1934. Cream of Kentucky grew to become one of the leading bourbon brands in the 1930s and 40s, with renowned artist Norman Rockwell providing much of the award-winning artwork for the branding during this time. Wow. I bet you didn't know that. Unfortunately, like many brands, it was one of the many victims of the decline in popularity of brown spirits in the United States in the 1970s and 80s. During this time, the brand everybody was smoking production. pot and doing drugs. They weren't drinking enough whiskey. Correct. I blame your generation. Thank you. Um, during this time, the brand ceased production and its trademark was abandoned. Now, this historic brand has been res- rescued by one of the biggest names in bourbon. Jim Rutledge, the former yeah. master distiller at Four Roses. Thankfully for bourbon fans, retirement didn't seem to stick with Mr. Rutledge. And so he and business partners are working on opening the new J.W. Rutledge Distillery in Oldham County, Kentucky. While they work towards getting the distillery into operation, they've released this Cream of Kentucky 11 and a half year old expression using bourbon sourced from an undisclosed Kentucky distillery. I've got a guess. Yeah. Well, it's got a beautiful golden color uh, bordering on copper. Uh, I love the color, but more importantly, I love the nose. The nose has just got cherries and citrus and spice. It's got vanilla and all things nice. There's definitely a hint of peanut and a hint of citrus. On the palate, it's got a wonderful mouthfeel. It's just viscous. It just coats your palate. It just voluptuous delicious and just all consuming again uh cherry some citrus you definitely get some caramel uh some toffee butterscotch tobacco just layers upon layers of flavor and complexity uh just can't say enough great things about this whiskey uh it just the finish goes on and on uh i just i thought it was fantastic justin what do you think I absolutely loved Cream of Kentucky. Thank you. It's a nice dark amber color. On the nose, I got cherries. I got a little bit of rye, some peanuts. It definitely felt like a premium Jim Beam product. 
Not that we know that that's what it is. We don't, but it's insanely good. It has an outrageous mouthfeel. You got the vanilla. That's what she said. You got the vanilla you want in any premium bourbon. You got light oak. I could drink this all day till I pass out. And the finish is That was yesterday, Justin. Yes. That was yesterday. And tomorrow. But had a very nice finish to it. I love this. Yeah, no, I thought it was fabulous. I just love the the voluptuous viscosity in the mouth. It just uh, really is coating and just wow. Well, they, they well, have the right name because that creamy yeah, mouthfeel is creamy. Yeah, it's just creamy on the nose. I'm getting the cherries. I'm getting the spice. Get that little peanut hint up in the tip of the nose. Um, that beautiful creamy mouthfeel. Nobody s- mentions oak here. What's get some on? stewed fruit. Get some caramel. I mentioned oak. You were coughing. The butterscotch and tobacco leaf and just. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, just, that's what that's that was the note I was missing. Nobody said tobacco, right? That tobacco I said tobacco. Note. I wasn't listening to you more. You're busy on, coughing up a lung. <sighs> Allergy tech. It is really, really well done. Um, it's got a great mouthfeel. It's got a pretty dang good finish on it too. Uh, yeah, this this is uh, this is a good one. This this is a good one. But you know, I I'm very you, happy that they sent us a large bottle. You know, knowing Jim, yeah. Jim's not going to put anything in a bottle that's not going to meet his standard. So I, you know, I you knew going in before you opened it, it was going to be pretty good. But this is this last is time excellent. I saw Mr. Rutledge, he was signing bottles at the store five years ago, six years ago. You probably seen him more often than that. You're always up in Kentucky every time I turn around. But this is so good. Always going to have fun. Is there another release coming out of this? What's what's going on before they yeah. open the new distillery? Yeah, they'll do more. Is there a, an older one? You've been talking to them. Uh, yeah, actually, they have sourced some more barrels, so they have they have plenty for I know at least one more, maybe two more releases of this. So um, there should be more to come. And I'd be more than happy at any time to review any and every release that comes I, out of this. Dude, I want more. <laughs> I, I, I think... Uh, hint, hint. Did Nobody mentioned smokiness on this one. There's, there's a little hint of smokiness on the nose. A little smoked oak, a little charred oak. It, it, it does remind you, you of like a really nice high-end cigar. I don't get so much smoke because I got a little bit of barrel char to it. But Yeah. yeah this that's one, what I'm thinking. Barrel char. Yeah, this, this, is, one, this, this one was so lovely. This is so pretty, dude. This is so pretty. Unfortunately, they're not selling it in Florida yet, so I'm SOL. But uh, and I hear it's quite pricey. Anybody know the retail on this? Uh, not off the top of my head. I know secondary. It's going for 150, 200. Not secondary. Secondary. That's when people are illegally reselling their bottles. Oh, I know what that means. Uh, that, Only well, horrible people would do such a thing. What, what kind of an animal would do such a thing? <laughs> well, we're going to be giving the cream of the Kentucky. Five sips. Oh my goodness! Yes! 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 Bring me more. All right, so we are now going to go to our next whiskey, which is from an entirely different place, and we're going to have Harm tell us that if he can, you know, not cough up blood. I had an allergy thing, man. Yeah, sure. What I, I did not inhale yeah. the bourbon. Yeah, what that was just that a coke, rude, was it? No. Yeah. That's just that's a that's a rookie move, my friends. I don't do that. Don't try talking Merely like a rumor. high proof. Moving on. <laughs> mm. So, 
The next I mean, whiskey we have here is the Bardstown Bourbon. While we're young. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you. Rodney has to say to you. Come on. Let's go. Love that guy. He's dead now. Yeah, I know. Bardstown Bourbon Company, Fusion Series number one. 98.9 proof for 49.45% ABV for you mathematically challenged. I also would not have calculated that off the top of my head, but we have it written here. That's that's a behind the uh, behind the scenes trade You're secret. You're revealing the special down. source. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the the good old boys and made men did an episode earlier of the show where they spoke about Bardstown Bourbon Company. I unfortunately could not make it that day because we weren't drinking scotch. Uh, in a very short time, they had become a major player in con- the Kentucky bourbon business. They started out by a contract distilling for a large number of customers. They currently produce 40 different mash bills for some of the finest whiskey and bourbon brands in the world and most modern distilleries in the country. However, while doing all of that, they've also been working on their own products. Smart, guys. The first release of their Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is the Bardstown Bourbon Fusion Series Number 1. This product is a blend of their own whiskeys and source Kentucky bourbon. The blend is 18% two-year-old wheat whiskey and a 42-year-old, uh, four, sorry, 42% high rye bourbon from Bardstown Bourbon Company with an 11-year-old sourced Kentucky bourbon. So you got a two-year-old wheater, a 42% Bardstown. Is that wheater also from Bardstown, Bob? Do you know? Doesn't say here. Yeah, they're both. So That's, the weeder. So the weeder. If you read it the way it's written and don't drop out commas and paragraphs and things, and yes, it's a. I don't yeah. see anything about wheat bourbon yeah. and oh, the, yeah. I see. You couldn't find it. Commas. Yeah, I know. Commas. Gotcha. Yeah. So there's uh, two whiskeys from them. It can be a fundamental. Yeah. Reading is fundamental, man. Yeah. I'm trying to teach that to my daughter. She's like, she's a big math whiz. I would explain why at 17 she still can't read. She's five. Moving on. <laughs> I will cut you. All right. The color. This is a, a pretty amber. That's a pretty whiskey you got there, boy. Or as Justin would say, brown. Oh, or Justin would say light brown. brown. Light brown. <laughs> what shade of brown? Yeah. <laughs> and the nose. I love the nose on this whiskey. It's vanilla fudge, caramel sauce, slight hit of peanut, and a hint of mint. Now the palate, that's where this one fell down for me. I taste it again now this had time to breathe. I make the noises for you kids while I taste. Um, it's kind of one note on the palate. It's got that brown sugar, a little bit of oak. That vanilla fudge doesn't come through. The peanut didn't come through. A little bit drying on the finish. So I thought it promised more on the nose. Justin, did, you, did what did you think about this brown liquid? I thought it was that- brown. <laughs> okay, moving on. Thank Other you, Justin. It's been a pleasure having you today. <laughs> it had raisins, stewed fruit, Where'd cocoa powder raisins? from the from the nose. Oh, no, no raisins. Almonds and pears on the palate. Jordan it had, almonds. It had, there are no pears here. On I the palate, pear. it had none of it. On the on the palate, there was some vanilla. Tasted like a rice spice. And it had a long, complex finish. Air I'll, didn't do this one any favors. It was best right out of the really? right out of the sample bottle. It may have actually faded a little. With it faded the time in the glass. So drink it, drink it fast when you buy it. That's my advice. What do you think, Maury? Well, I'd have to agree with you. 
as much as I hate to admit it. Uh, I thought this so was a nice effort, but I think that <laughs> it's got a little bit of uh, a little bit too much of the young spirit. And uh, it's not a high percentage, is it? 50, 60 percent. 18 percent two year old. Yeah, and forty-two yeah. percent of the Bardstown Rye, yeah. which is They're also going to be year. less than three years. They're about two-year-old, yeah. right? About two-year-old. So you're looking at forty percent of mature whiskey, sixty percent of immature 60. whiskey. Yeah, you're right. And uh, you know, honestly, I think it's going the right direction. I think it shows promise. I think it'd be great in another couple of years, or certainly much improved. Or maybe fifty percent young whiskey, fifty percent older whiskey. Yeah, but. Uh, Bottom line is that uh, it was young. To me, the the nose was green and young and and young corn. Um, it's not a bad effort. It's well made. Oh no, it's this going is going to be good. It's just not there. It's yet. just not there yet. Bob, did you agree with us? Or are we just uh, trying to figure out where he's getting green and corn from? Just, I don't I get the corn. Yeah, I, I, I not, something's I like broken the, in him to, today. You know, well, their bourbons are at least fifty one percent. He reads like he reads like, numbers and he starts thinking <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't that get the green be. corn notes either. No. But to me, it's vanilla fudge, man. This is vanilla fudge. Yeah, I definitely, I get the pear. I definitely get the pear. Where are you getting pear? Easily. What kind of pears do you I eat? I smell pear. and Not a very ripe pear. No. Unripe no. pear. And yeah. I get uh, definitely a honey note, and there's a little bit of a floral note. It, that, that's what's blowing that's off. That's the rye. The rye is the floral note. But, the, but the, the real floral sort of has blown off since we've opened it. Mm. Um. And on the palate, I mean, just sweet, sweet spice. I get a, a big hint of walnut. Nobody got mint or peanut. Am I the only one who's just nuts? It's mint. I haven't this. gotten there yet. Sorry. I'm getting walnuts, a little bit of mint, uh, a little bit of spearmint, regular mint. I get some vanilla on it. And it does. It's got a pretty, got a pretty good finish on it. I mean, it I sticks like the with nose. You. I could yeah. smell it all day long. I just didn't enjoy the palate. Yeah, the finish definitely sticks with you. Um, so. You know, they're absolutely going in the right direction. There's no doubt about that. So I'd say uh, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty good whiskey. We're going to be giving this one three sips. Interesting. Aye, aye, Bobby Joe. You give it three so sips. You moving. tell me about the next one, Bob. What's moving up, Made Man? Moving on to the next one from Barstown Bourbon Company, which is their Discovery Series. This one is 121.21 proof, or get this, 60.605%. Get out your calculators. That's a lot of digits. This is presented to show the blending talents over at Bardstown Bourbon Company. This product combines a source 12-year-old Kentucky bourbon with light accents of older and younger source Kentucky bourbons. It's 75% of the 12-year-old, 5% 13, and 10% of 10-year, and 10% of 5-year, which should equal 100 if I'm not mistaken. So, um, you know, the color on this Hold is on. 100. 35. No, you actually got 100. And, you've got more than 100% here. <laughs> you actually have more than 100%. No, it's 100. No, it's not. No, Go back to elementary school, yeah. Harm. Oh, t- I see 10, 10 year. Okay, gotcha. Somebody want to buy this idiot some glasses? 10, 10, 5, I start printing glasses off. I've been drinking bourbon all day. Oh, you guys. Just sit over there and be quiet then. <laughs> uh, Quit in Harm and time out. It's got a really nice kind color to it. Fit. You know, almost. Uh, you know, like a, a dark amber, uh, a little bit of copper around the edges. Uh, the nose, the nose to me is all toffee. It's just, it's for sure. It's toffee, toffee, toffee. A little bit of vanilla, but all toffee. And on the palate, mm. 
on the palate. This one definitely big oak. Um, getting some tannins on it. Uh, caramel and vanilla and baking spice. You don't get black cherry. No. Mm-mm. No. No, not at all. I'm getting uh, hold on. Mm. It's a toffee. Yeah, I'm still getting the toffee. It's yeah, it's the toffee on this thing is huge. Um, and this one, honestly, this one has actually from when we first opened it. When we first opened it, this thing was yeah, it was a the oak was a whack in the teeth. It's really that the oak has really mellowed out since when we first opened it. So, um, this kind of reminds me of Stag Junior. A lovely, yes. lovely whiskey. This really. reminds me of Stag Junior. Yeah, you're right. Hunter. It's a brick to the teeth. Yep. I mean, yeah, and and again, like I said, I think it softened a bit. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just a lovely whiskey. What do you think, Justin? I got um, pears that disappeared after a half hour. Baking spice stayed through it. Uh, hint of raisins and some dates on the palate. I'll give you the dates easy. That's a good call. He's always looking for a date. <laughs> on the palate. Swipe right, Justin. Swipe right. Spicy oak. And I got tobacco, like an intense tobacco note, like a very short, hot cigar. And the finish is really long. That's exactly it. It's a short, hot cigar. Yeah. That's exactly it. And the finish is really long. It's not insanely complex. I prefer a short, hot blonde. Mm, too bad they don't prefer you. I know. Go back to sleep. Better to have a bourbon bottle in front of you than in front of lobotomy harm. What did you think, Maury? I agree with you, Justin. I thought it was a beautifully done whiskey. It was definitely a step up from the uh, previous expression, uh, the fusion. Uh, uh, again, we, we admit to being proof hounds, and I love the higher proof. I thought it had a lot of complexity, a lot of flavor. I definitely got a lot of the caramel toffee. and Did anyone put water? Did you put water? I did not put water in it. But I thought it had a beautiful finish that just kept going and going and going. And um, I-, I liked it. I liked it quite a lot. I agree with everything you guys said, but I got cherries on that long finish. Tobacco, uh, brown sugar, toffee, toffee, toffee. Cherries on the finish. Like I said, reminds me of Stag Jr. So it's uh, good stuff. Oh, yeah. Just give me more. Give me more of this. Yeah, that's just... Again, it's just, it's right in your face. The oak and the tannin is just, it's just like getting hit in the face with a bat. Try a drop of water. I think you'll get the cherry coming out. What did you think with the water? Or you haven't done it yet? Oh, I, 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 I'm doing it. adding more. Mm. I'm getting more of the fruit. All right. We're giving this one four sips. That's classified. And we're back, and we're doing a odds and ends show, talking about different whiskeys from different distilleries. We just finished up uh, talking about some of the stuff from the folks at Bardstown Bourbon Company. So now we are moving on to one from the folks at Diageo. We've got the Blade and Bow whiskey, so we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. Not ready to move on, man. Still drinking this Bardstown. This, this last one, dude. Oh, my God. Discovery series. How many whiskeys are in this Discovery series? It just started. They just started. This yeah. is number two. This is number one of Discovery series. Is it not Discovery two? No, it would no. be the other Discovery one was Fusion. Number one. Fusion one. Discovery one. 
You just he has a problem with math today. I don't know what that is. Oh, Not just today. Well, every oh, day. Oh man, I was I took AP calculus in you high ever been school. to a store? I can do math. Yeah, he failed it, but they he took it. Double. I <laughs> got an A, my friend. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, okay. Do you get a solid one on the AP test? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In his dreams. Five. Woo. So you didn't take it in college. Huh? So you didn't have to take it in college. I didn't have to. I did anyway because Tulane made me. Ah. Yeah. They they apparently didn't take the AP thing credits. Um, Anywho, kids, Blade and Bow Kentucky Straight Bourbon is 91% proof, or it's 91 proof, 45.5% ABV. It is a non-age statement whiskey. And I'm drinking the wrong one. Let me switch glasses here. <laughs> it's like that doesn't smell right. So I, as I'm uh, sniffing and a, and a, sniffing and a speaking, declaiming about this wonderful whiskey, bourbon fans all over the world know and are familiar with the history of Stitzel Weller Distillery. Opened by Pappy Van Winkle on Derby Day in 1935, this legendary property was the home of Old Fitzgerald, and one operate and was in operation until 1992. The distillery eventually came to be owned by Diageo, which is, continues to own the property to this day, and produces Blade & Bow Kentucky bourbon. Blade & Bow pays uh, homage to the history of the Stitzel Well Distillery. I can't keep doing this. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Stitzel, they Would play, you like me to <laughs> take over for you? Huh? Would you like me to finish reading? No, no. For you? I said they can't do. I'm saying that I couldn't do the stupid accent anymore. Through their use of the Solera aging system. Oh, you, you're gonna do. You're gonna continue the stupid accent. <laughs> sure, I can. You, you can do that. I just can do stupid accents you- all day long. <laughs> yeah, you do. Finish it. Finish. Go ahead. You do. So it. they use a Solera aging system to preserve some of the distillery's oldest whiskey stocks, including some of the last bourbon produced there. The Solera they use is five levels high. Five. 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 So basically the youngest bourbon on the top level, the oldest whiskey on the bottom. All the good stuff's on the bottom. The Stitzel Weller stuff. So Solera, the Solera aging system means they can't use an age statement, basically. Because you're blending continuously. Yeah, their, their, their theory is they take some of the stuff at the end and put it back to the beginning so that they can say that everything that comes through as a drop the Stitzel of the Weller Distillery. Yep. Solera system is not recognized for uh, blending in Kentucky, is it? That's. I mean, this was this was started in uh, uh, Jerez for sherry. Sherry. Right? So yeah, Burns has one for their rum too. It's like those infinity barrels. Yeah. That's. There's got to be some molecules of some hundred year old whiskey in here. Well, there there's. Are. I mean, whistle Does pig it tastes like a hundred year old whiskey. Or not whistle pig. Um, Who? Uh, who is it that does the Solera? There's a couple Glenn of maps. Glenn got a Solera, the 15. No, no, I mean, here in the U.S. Solera, but when they say 15, so they say 15 is the minimum age. Their Solera stuff goes back almost 50 years, 60 years. Well, we're saying. But, but does it really translate into the taste of the product? That's what we're going to find out in the middle of the story. Who so, wants to go first on this one? I don't feel like going first, man. I'm still describing the spirit, <laughs> son. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna get back you were to describing it. it. You're in a rush. I was. I wasn't in. Who can go slower, Justin? You or me? I can go pretty slow on this. Oh God! You have experience Actually, my from wife Alabama. Than that. Yeah. Oh, so, Mar, young- you, you, you gonna get in on this? Son? I'm gonna get in on it. 
Bob's the only one who can do Kentucky. Can you do Charleston? I didn't want to interrupt. South Carolina. Come on, Jordan. Bob's just staring at us. He is so mad right now. Dealing with a group of absolute knuckleheads. Where's my sound effect? So as the whiskey's pulled from the bottom level for for bottling, the whiskey from each level is subsequently drained into the next... (laughs) Subsequently drained into the next lower level with the newer whiskey being added to the top level. Kind of like a whiskey pyramid scheme. None of these barrels are ever Amway, fully called the Amway whiskey. Right. None of these barrels are ever fully emptied so that each bottle contains a portion of that original Stitzel Weller whiskey. This is not poor man's pappy, though. So since I call everything too many shades of brown, this one's more like a light orange. Orange? Orange. <laughs> And on the nose, it has uh, like a really nice floral note to it. You didn't find this muted? Right off the bat, I thought this was muted. You Again, this this one is one that Air didn't do any kindness to. So, But it definitely you, was floral up front. It was floral up front. Pour, it and pour, pour whatever you want and drink it within drink the first it. 15 minutes and put the cap back on that bottle. And you're going to enjoy it the most. On the palate, I got vanilla, and I got I had I had a light durian pastry note on this. Durian right on is the palate. disgusting. How well, see, durian it? smells disgusting, but it tastes awesome. That's the it irony of the so. fruit. Yeah, it's prepared yeah. properly. It tastes. It delicious. smells like the corpse flour, but no, it tastes you can't eat it sweet. Raw. You have to cook it. No. Yeah, I've I've had durian in, in a smoothie. Right. I was in Singapore. It's. This is a fruit so stinky. Bad they there are out. signs that say you're not allowed to bring this on the trains on the subway. Yeah. Right. No eating during No, it's public. awesome. It's in Houston, awesome. they made uh, a pastry out of it, a sweet Seriously. pastry. I've never had cooked during. I've only had it raw. And it was outstanding. It's like, it's like onions and feet. The woman who sold it to me warned it warned me against it. But I thought it was good. And my significant other, who normally doesn't have a wide palate, this disgusting fruit that is banned most places where they actually eat it. Not the palate of it. I mean, not the not the you nose. The palate of it. They will never send us whiskey again. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the good part of the <laughs> the good part fruit. of the durian fruit. The taste. All right, so, Maury, what did I'm you think cook, of this? Taste cooked durian. I, I agree with you, Justin. I, I think this is a delicious whiskey. Now, I must admit, coming off of the last one, which was a fabulous whiskey, it's just a different style. But I like this whiskey quite a lot. I love the color. It's got a beautiful mahogany color. It's got a lot going on on the palate. It's got a nice viscosity. It's got a medium to long finish. There's nothing wrong with this whiskey. I thought it was delicious. I think it's well done. I think it's uh, just a, fa- uh, a very nice expression. Can't say enough good things about it. Durian uh, or not. Durian or not. Better not be durian. Oh, my God. The one, the one thing the listeners should know is what the significance of the Stitzel Weller distillery is. They, they have made the pap, famous Pappy Van Winkle bourbon and rye that everyone raves about, and they've been behind some of the best bourbons um, that have come out in the late 80s, early 90s. Matter of fact, uh, Berghoff... Back when you couldn't give bourbon away. And back when you couldn't it. give bourbon away. Berghoff's had their own special release 
of um, their house whiskey, which was made from the Stitzel Weller Distillery. It's been my life's journey to find some and try some. Bob's had it. Bob, tell us about Berghoff's well, house whiskey. From the Berghoff restaurant in Chicago, which is, I believe, now closed, but it was there for like 100 years. And that was their house whiskey was bottled by Stitzel Weller. And uh, we got a chance to try some. So when you're I, saying we could have some. When I was in Chicago a couple of years back with a bunch of other guys, and that was one of the bottles that was on this absolutely insane killer table of whiskey. And um, I just I took pictures of it because I've only ever seen pictures. I've, you know, I've never actually seen a real bottle of it. And it was it was just classic Stitzel Weller. It was like drinking a you know a nineteen fifties or nineteen sixties, very old Fitzgerald. I mean, it was just butterscotch bomb. It was so 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 good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a historic property. Um, unfortunately, it succumbed like a lot did back. I think ninety two was their last year. Uh, I have a friend who's got a nineteen fifty four Fitzgerald. He just has not ever, he's never opened it. It was his dad's Fitzgerald. What do I tell him? Sell it? Drink no, it. No, drink it. Tell him bring it over it. here. We'll drink get rid it. of it for him. It's we'll probably bad. We'll drink it here with him. Yeah. It's that old. It's probably no good anymore. So he should bring it here. <laughs> and I can properly dispose of that for him so no one gets this, this sick. This is the caveat. It was an export bottle. So it's, yeah. I think, 80 proof or 80. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's not. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Export is, even though it says bottled and bond, it's not 100 proof. Yeah. But and it, it could doesn't be matter. Really it's awful. awful. It's probably awful. Yeah, it's just terrible. I'll just, yeah. I'll just tell him we should take it off his hands. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll come pick it up. <laughs> yeah. I know. So, uh, of my notes, what did I say? Color. Yeah. Color's brown. Uh, the nose is still muted to me. I've let this have air. It's floral. A little bit. You keep guys keep saying pear. Blow on it. Pear on the nose. I don't get. I don't know. No pear. Little brown sugar. Said. Little flowers, a little bit of nuttiness, just tiny bits of vanilla. It's just, I just, I'm es- I'm expecting more from the the famous Stitzel Weller Distillery, and that's where I think your rating comes in. I think you're biased. You expected more. I think if you ignore where it's coming from and you just drink it for what's in the glass, I think it's a delicious whiskey. Yeah. If if you didn't play up the whole Stitzel Weller thing, I would be like, this is yummy. Drink yeah, it. but if I owned it, I'd play the heck out of it. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't blame him. I'd, yeah, I'd, every chance I get, I'd make sure that name was prominent somewhere. Um, I'm but, going, I'm sorry. You guys drink this. I'm going back. One one glass. Weren't they, uh, they going to do the, the bullet? Uh, the Stitzweller on the bullet brand? Well, point? they have the bullet experience at the Stitzweller distillery, but they built a new distillery just to make the bullet at. So, and that's. Uh, just outside of town, outside of Louisville, east uh, east of Louisville, like as you're heading out to Frankfurt. Um, I haven't been there yet, but it's a real nice facility from what I've been told, and they've got it all set up. It's all energy efficient and solar panels and all, all that kind of stuff. But really, really nice. But place. Bullet tried to market and tie make a little tie into Stitzel Weller, especially because of the well, they range. did. Yeah, I mean, but you the, know. Bullet has nothing to do with Stitzel Weller, right? Except no. the they were selling bullet, bullet at the facility. In a gift shop. But, well, Tom's office is actually what used to be Pappy's office, so that's kind of cool. You know, yeah. That's that's really neat. I mean, when you stand in there, you're like, wow, this is, this you is really- You are such a geek. This is really kind of cool. I was in the same office Pappy Van Winkle stood it. Come on, man. Look who's talking about geek. 
<laughs> I, I'm going to geek out about scotch. Dear God, please. Oh. So does anybody know if the 22-year version of Blade and Bow, is that supposed to be all Stitzel Weller? Or? I do not know. Yeah, I don't know. I either. couldn't tell you. I, I, I tried to see if I could secure us one of those, but they were already gone. So, And are they using the same stills? No. No. So they've re... No, none of the none of the stills and stuff. It's that's all you can use. The, the problem with that facility is it's just an old facility, so and it's probably from what I've heard, probably filled with asbestos and and you know, just going in there to you'd have to rip it completely down. It cost them a fortune to basically rebuild everything to start stilling there, and it's too close to town, surrounded by you know different industri- industrial parks and stuff like that. So it's just easier to. Easier to move out of town and and do it there, but I mean, there's still quite a few of the Rick houses there, and and the buildings are still there. I'm assuming the stills are still inside, you know, but it's just easier to move it out of town. So is the Blade and Bow still there or not? No, no. They they have a small still there that they do like projects on, but no, that's only been for a couple of years. This is all this is all stuff that. Diageo has got leftover whiskeys. They're old stocks. Old stocks. Stuff. They that also do got. the Orphan Barrel Project. They've yeah. got old stocks. Remember, you got to remember when they took over that. There was all kinds of different brands that had been merged into one, and you know, National Distillers and Shenley and all these other companies that had all been merged in together. So if you go into those warehouses, it's it's not like going into a warehouse at Jim Beam where everything in there is Jim Beam. It's it's you go into that warehouse and there's all kinds of different stuff in there. I mean, heck, there's Dickel in there because they own Dickel, you know, and they don't have enough warehouse space down in Tennessee, so a lot of that comes up and gets aged there. So there's all kinds of different brands and 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 manufacturers in there. So they take all of that stuff and you know they're making something with it. So I mean, I think this is lovely. It's got a you know, it's got a really nice nose to it. The palate. Again, if you don't tell me about the whole Stitzelweller story, this is lovely whiskey. I mean, it's okay. got a very sweet palate. It's That's a, why I take issue with your rating. It's got a very mild pepper to it. It's got a pretty good finish. Um, it seems to stay with you. Um, you know, certainly a solid whiskey. Certainly a solid whiskey. And again, it's 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 a it's a benefit and a curse having that name. Yeah. You know that's True. that's the problem because. Really, I mean, let's be realistic. How much original Stitzel juice is in here? Well, that's why they're doing with the Solera, you know, because they stop couple molecules. They stop at least. Well, they stopped distilling there in '92. So, how much can they possibly have left? Probably very little. And if they have any, hopefully, it's been transferred to stainless, or else it's pretty over oak. But they're taking all the different stocks they've got and blending these things together and coming out with some very interesting products. So, Do we have you know, a rating. You know, more uh, more power to them. So. We're going to be giving the uh, blade and bow. What do you guys say? Three. We're giving it three sips. Under protest. <laughs> I'm going back to the other one, man. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And you can catch all of our episodes where you found this one, as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio. And online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, and pretty much any place you can find a podcast. 
The easiest way to find this show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, Google, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcasts, sips, suds, and smokes. We love hey, your did feedback. Did you talk about the iHeartRadio award we got? Yeah, like a year ago. Thanks for interrupting. <laughs> we love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily, our daily tasting notes fly out on Twitter every day at Sip, Sud, Smoke, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at Sip, Suds, and Smokes or at Made Man Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. I want to thank our co-host for joining us today. Thank you, Justin. Thank you so much, Bob. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another great day in the basement. We had some really nice expressions today. Do I say thank you to him? No. I'm just going to say roll tide and leave it there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not feeling <laughs> it with him today. So I'm going to thank you, Bob. Thank you for having me. Nobody wants to have you. My wife has me. <laughs> she has no choice. God bless her. It's in wedlock. And for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob, and we thank you for joining us. And remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Remember when you used to say life too short to drink cheap whiskey? I had to correct you. I corrected you for many shows, and now you do it. One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.